Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network, now the largest new media platform on the web, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Survivor After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424 424- Two five six seventeen twenty nine, and now another post game wrap up show for your favorite TV show. It's After Buzz TV Survivor After Show. Hey guys, Bing is for doing, and we're doing another episode of Survivor Season Twenty Five, Episode Six, called "Down and Dirty." I'm your host, Justin Walter. AJ and Ryan are unfortunately not here today, but we have myself and my lovely co-host. Yay, me, Christina Chaw from Survivor One World. So, Christina, we are very excited to do this podcast. We were just talking about earlier how you're a super fan, I'm a super fan. It's going to be a super fan-themed episode, right? Absolutely. Which is also great because later on we have Sarah Dawson from this season who was voted off last week. She's going to be on the line with us to give us an inside scoop onto her experience as well as this entire season as a whole. So we're excited to have her, right? I'm excited because there's a lot of questions that I have for her, and I'm sure you do too. Definitely, definitely. So before we get Sarah on the line, let's jump right into the episode. First thing we get to see is kind of Katie actually talking and talking strategy and actually playing the game a little bit, which kind of surprised me. What would you think of that? You know, it's her strategizing, but then again, like, she still is a pathetic player. (laughs) I feel so bad. Actually, I don't know if I feel bad for her, but yeah, she's actually um, coming up talking about ways to get rid of Penner, mm-hmm. um, maybe taking Denise out. I don't know. When it's always kind of a, a scary sign or sign, kind of foreshadowing when you haven't seen a player an entire season and then all of a sudden they're the focus of the episode, which Katie clearly was the focus of the episode in terms of from the beginning to the end, it was almost the episode was narrated by Katie. Right. And yeah. they do that typically on the productions whenever you see someone talking all the time is usually the one who's going to be the boot yeah and it, what i found interesting too is katie we saw her in the beginning talking with denise you know mm-hmm. kind of sitting aside saying hey we could probably stick together because if we don't you know the girls are going to get picked off one by one mm-hmm. denise being the smart player she is is mm-hmm, yeah oh you think penner yeah let's go after penner yeah. <laughs> Which, did it happen? No. No. Well, no. we'll see that yeah. later. So it was kind of a slow build and lead into what became a historic reward challenge on Survivor. Something that has never happened before in over 25 seasons. Christina, explained to all the fans, you know, let's just recap real quickly what happened in this reward challenge. Well, basically, they take this big ball and they're in this mud 
pool. Yeah. What is it? It's a mud It's a mud field. pit, which it's looked a like a lot field. of fun. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it's very intimate. You know, yeah. you get Scoop and Penner right underneath each other. Mm-hmm. You have Malcolm, Pete versus together yeah. and Lisa and um, Denise. Yeah. Fighting, so, and they're supposed to move the ball, but the ball's not moving. Yeah, the object was it was three guys and three girls from each team mm-hmm. going in the mud pit with this huge ball that almost looked like a ball of yarn, but it was wicker, this huge wicker yes. ball. Mm-hmm. And they had to move it into goals, the, the first to three, I believe. And what we saw was a gridlock stand, standstill from mud, the beginning to the end. Mud <laughs> wrestling, which was kind of cool. Kind of cool. You know, I thought it was kind of boring. It, it, the challenge was boring, but the actual so mud wrestling is always fun to watch. Right. Yeah. Trying to push them out yeah. and everything. But one thing we need to talk about before we get to the challenge, this would have been the first challenge we would see Abby compete in for a very long time. RC and Artist chose to sit out for the Yellow Tribe, mm-hmm. which meant that Abby Marie was going to have to compete. But did we actually get to see her compete? No. No. I was very disappointed because I'm waiting to see her compete in a challenge. You know, there's a little gossip. Uh-oh. We she, got news and gossip a little earlier. tore her ACL. Okay. And apparently she tore it from the first challenge. Oh. So that's why we always see her sitting out every so time. So her tribe knows that she kind of is injured. No. No. She hasn't told anyone, and that's oh. like part of her strategy. Okay. So you... TV exclusive. Wow. Okay, so Christina, tell fan, our fans out there, how, how do you know? I know you're an insider in terms of, you know, knowing the fans, so this is something you found out, that she... Okay. Give so us the scoop. Isn't, Here we go. This is real news. So I hang out with Abby Maria. Oh, uh, okay. She's... Her and I are friends. Okay. We happen to So her opinion out. might be a little biased. <laughs> Probably. That's okay. I'll give the other side of it. <laughs> Keep going. So uh, I know she came back and uh, had surgery and everything. Wow. So, so she actually had surgery. She had surgery. Yep. Wow. So she it's kept it a secret stuff. from her tribe mm-hmm. that she actually was in- injured and that's why she kept s- sitting mm-hmm. out. Well, you know, it's interesting too. Didn't we see Jeff Kent? Injured as well. Yes, in the very beginning. And he hasn't complained in one bit, and yeah. he's been participating yeah. in every challenge. That's the difference between the two of them. Jeff is injured, but he's actually participating in the challenges. Right, and he has, hasn't told anyone. He hasn't told anybody it. either. So there, that's the similarity, and the difference is, mm-hmm. you know, Abby's just kind of being a wimp and sitting out. She's, but she doesn't need to compete, which is the crazy thing. Her tribe is constantly winning. Right. So if she were on any other tribe where they kept losing, 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 she'd probably be out of the game. So she's got some luck on her side. Well, that, and then it's also a great part of strategy as well. Yeah. I mean, you can look at other players like Sabrina, for instance, from my season. Mm-hmm. Sandra. Sandra. Never classic. really. Haven't done anything yeah. at all. Mm-hmm. It's still potential to win. And ultimately, it's the alliances that will carry, carry you to the end. Absolutely. And if, you know, you're thinking you're Pete, mm-hmm. you know, you're in this alliance with Abby, what do you have on her when you get to the final two? She didn't ever compete. She never played in a challenge. I did both. I strategized. I did compete. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of, I can see that angle too. Yep. It's interesting. So back to the challenge. You know, we got everybody in over an hour. You know, we see the time elapsed one hour and they're just laying in the mud, just doing nothing. Just holding onto the ball. It's, it's, it's some of the funniest scenes, though, whereas, like you said, we had Penner and Scoopin. Penner underneath Scoopin. <laughs> underneath. Like, in the most inappropriate yeah. way. Ryan and AJ would totally love that. It, who, wait, who in terms of, uh, who was underneath in terms of the hand in between the legs? And I think it was Penner. Penner with, in, in between Scoopin's legs. Yeah, right underneath. Which, which balls are you going for there, Penner? <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully the wicker one, right? <laughs> but it was, yeah, it was a standstill. And I actually did love seeing um, Lisa getting down and dirty in the mud. Oh, yeah. She loved it. Fierce. Yeah. Well, we have, we're very excited. 
to have Sarah Dawson on the line with us. She competed in the season. She's a super fan. We have a lot of questions for her. So, Sarah, thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me, guys. Feel free to call me Dawson. I know. I was, I was just hey, going to say, Dawson. I feel weird calling you Sarah. <laughs> uh, I know. I so how's, how's it been for you? You know, you got voted off last week, unfortunately. So has it been just a whirlwind yeah. for you? How's it been for you post, you know, getting voted off the season? Um, it's it's really crazy. You, it, you would think that once you're voted off as Survivor, everything slows down and, you know, gets all quiet, but it actually speeds up. Oh, yeah. So the second you get voted off, it's like time starts moving and, and you're, you know, standing in a wheel just running yeah. for weeks. So yeah. I'm still in that running phase where things haven't really slowed down yet, but yeah, I'm off the show and I'm sure things will slow down. But mm-hmm. um, it's being a, such a huge fan of the show. It's just been a really, really awesome ride so far and I can't wait to right. see what happens. And next. you got a chance to kiss Jeff Perot. <laughs> Is that like, were you just getting distracted because he like snuffed your torch? Were you going to say, hey... Jeff Kent, he's he's a millionaire. <laughs> right, right, right. Everyone keeps asking me that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's so I don't know. Being being such a fan of the show, um, I I kind of appreciate where he's coming from. He wants to play a normal game like a normal person. Okay, you know if if I didn't see myself getting out and he got me out, then, then yeah, maybe he's earned his right to play his own game. But I've also been watching his social game for the past 12 days, 13 days. So um, I kind of sort of knew he wouldn't. I, I kind of guessed that his, with his social game, he wouldn't go that far. So if he's going to play and crash and burn, I didn't want it to be on my skin. He can play as a normal person if no one else recognizes him. So he, um, here's a question and, for you. And we'll see what happens. Did you, were you blindsided, first of all? It seemed like you were blindsided. Did you know it was coming or were you blindsided? Uh, it was a kind of a it's middle. It's so difficult once yeah. you're out there and you're hallucinating <laughs> and you really don't know what's happening. And, but, of course, everyone has their survivor sense, like, in the back of their head that's saying, oh, watch you watch you, mm-hmm. you know. So here's Those a question for talking you. talking and you're not talking. Yeah, in terms mm-hmm. of if you had an inkling that you may have been going, did you ever, did you think of I, approaching Jeff Kent and saying, hey, I know who you are. And if you want me to keep that a secret, then you got to work with me now and keep me safe this next vote. Or did that ever cross your mind? Or was it kind of you knew you had this blackmail on him, but you just never used it? Um, it's actually, I was, I was much more strategic than, than people have given me credit for. Well, share with us now. Explain. Yeah. Um, because it's, what I had wasn't really leverage okay. on him until I joined the jury. Because I can say, hey, if you put me on the jury, I'm mm. telling the entire jury that you're a millionaire and, you know, you've made so much money and, and you're, you're against uh, gay marriage. I can tell them all huh. this stuff. So you, you know, yeah. you seriously didn't think that you were going to get voted off. You were going to use that during the jury. You really didn't. Right. I was okay. saving that for jury time because uh. I knew if he knew, I knew who he was. He just vote me out free jury. That's what I would do if I were him. Did you? You, ins- you, you instantly me? knew who he was when you saw him. You instantly knew that's Jeff Ken. I know all this about him, and he's on my tribe. 
Yes, I actually <laughs> went through a list of his stats, um, what teams he's played for oh that he gave uh, money to Proposition Eight, um, wow. how much money, what year. Like <sighs> I just, I just have a head for stats like that. Yeah. Um, and it was, it was so amusing because they're, you know, I'm like, yeah, never trust a guy with a mustache and all this <laughs> stuff. Of course, it didn't make the show, but um, yep, I definitely recognized him. Knew wow. who he was. Yeah. One thing that I mean stuck out was, as Christina mentioned earlier, your exit. I've never, we, no one has ever seen in the no. like twenty-five seasons of Survivor has ever. Kissed you gave Jeff, Jeff this look, and everyone thought she is going to out Jeff Kent at this moment. And instead, you went in for the kill with Jeff Probst, maybe one of the funniest exits in Tribal Council history. What was going on in your head in terms of that move, and in how was Jeff's reaction towards you? Oh my gosh, it was so funny watching Jeff's face and knowing, and you know, in, in production, you know, production's back there somewhere, and they're wondering what's happening is you got to keep Survivor moving, you know? Yeah. And so, right when he put out my tor- torch and my hands were free, Survivor stopped moving. It was yeah. just, oh. it was like dead for once, but there was so much energy between Jeff and I. <laughs> and I think his end of the energy was like a little bit of fear slash excitement. <laughs> so I, you know, of course I had to figure out which move I would make on him. And um, it turns out I, I went for the around the neck clutch and um, kiss on the cheek. I was aiming for it. Like the, lips. the little side of his lips. <laughs> no, just a little side. Since he's married, I, I got to keep this above board. Right. Oh, I don't think you would appreciate that. How funny. I mean, classic moment. I have to thank you for that moment. Right. That was great. That was really great. So, what's going thank on with you, you Dawson? He was scared, but yeah. I, I think he liked it, man. Yeah. So, Dawson, what's going on with you? What are you up to now? Um, now I'm on. It seems like I'm on Survivor tour right now. Yeah. Um, I also. I am now living between New York and D.C., and I'm still working with my jewelry design company. Nice. Um, But there's just so much happening. Um, It seems like in every single direction, everyone wants to talk. So I've been on the road a lot, as you can imagine. But working for myself makes it easy. That's great, yeah. So in terms of the experience, you know, a super fan, what are you taking away as, you know, the top thing when you're looking at the experience as a whole from wanting to always get on the show to finally getting on playing the game? It it didn't go necessarily the way you wanted it to, but what are you taking away from this experience? Um, I, I am so proud of the way I play this game. Uh, I mean, if Dana hadn't, if Dana didn't decide to leave, Ugh. then I would have gone very, very deep. I was mm-hmm. playing a, such a good long-term game. Unfortunately, I, you know, yeah. I got to have a plan B. I didn't set up a plan B alliance. Mm-hmm. Um, but just, I mean, everything from the beginning of your survivor experience to, to the end, which I haven't even experienced yet. Yeah. Um, it's just meant so much to me as a fan. Um, I think being able to have my torch snuffed and then be <laughs> followed by a hug and a kiss from probes. Man, that's got to be the top of the world. Like when I'm walking out and it says, wow, you know, like I say, wow, I'm not talking about the game. I'm talking (laughs) about the man. (laughs) I'm definitely taking that one home for the team. Super fans around the world. Yeah. Great. That's so great. So would you play the game again, of course, and how would you play it differently? Um. 
I want to play Survivor again so badly. <laughs> so, so, so badly. Um, I'm waiting on the show to get renewed. If you guys know anything, please give me That would some be Christina. Info. I'm just the super fan here along with you, Dawson. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know all the news. Here's one more game question I have for you. From the beginning on your tribe, you guys mm-hmm. were 100%. We need to get Jonathan Penner out of here. Let's stick with the newbies. Get this veteran out of here. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden that mm-hmm. seemed to just kind of change and it went to the gender alliance when the idol was found. Mm-hmm. So what in your mind when you were there in the thick of it, in the environment, everything is changing. What happened from going from an alliance of newbies to not getting Penner out? The energy changed so quickly. First of all, Jonathan Pinner made side deals with each of us. And and um, each time one of us was alone with him, he'd go and make a deal and we'd shake on it and come back to the newbie group and say, okay, we're still good. We're still good. Huh. What happened that you guys don't see is I, um, I'm, I'm a little sneaky. So mm. I actually, um, I was wondering if he had the idol. So I started going through everyone's bag <laughs> and uh, I found the idol oh in my. his bag. Oh. Wow. How come you so didn't say then anything about I went, it? Uh, you knew about the idol. Uh, you knew about Jeff Kent. Because Sarah. I was being loyal to my alliance. So what did I do? I go over to my alliance and I'm like, okay, guys, he's got the idol. We've got to blindside him and get okay. rid of the idol. So and what do the guys do? The guys are like, oh, he's got an idol. And they run over to him and make a deal. Oh, uh, that okay. See, we didn't get to see that we on the show. We didn't get to see that. It's and interesting. Katie, yeah. Yeah. Penner had the idol. Wow. That's some good insight for us. Thank you, Dawson. Yeah. That's awesome. That's yeah, really good. no it. problem. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. I just don't get it. I mean, get rid of the idol and get rid of the returning player all at once. Yeah. That's yeah. a great game move. But you would have been, you know. Apparently, I'm not the good friend. You would have been the puppet master over there. <laughs> I don't know why no one talked uh, about flushing at the yeah. idol then. Yeah. Well, Sarah. I said Sarah. I can't believe I said Sarah. It's Dawson. Dawson. It's Dawson. Dawson, you have such a good energy in watching you on the show. You brought such a you know Thank positive you. energy and even just hearing your voice. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for joining us on the show. You know, we'll definitely have you back and get more some of your Survivor insights. So thank you so much. Thank you, Dawson. Thank you. And thank you guys for actually one of you. I know you pulled my name second on your fantasy draft. Yes. It was me. I <laughs> me. I, I did. It's Christina. Um, we don't, thank we don't, you. I don't like bringing up the fantasy because I think my team has oh, no, been no, demolished. Oh, no, it was AJ. AJ did. <laughs> AJ. Dang. No, yeah, you, you, were, AJ. you were picked up very <laughs> quickly. I didn't want to blow you out of the water, but I knew Dang. it was AJ. It was AJ. Yeah, that see, was you, you were picked up very quickly. We couldn't get you. <laughs> but thank you so much thank for joining you us, so Dawson. Much. Hopefully, we'll talk again. Definitely. And I love your show. Oh, tweet me at Survivor Dawson. Can you there you go. That yeah. That's where they can find you. So, where can people find you, Dawson? Survivor you Dawson. You can find right? me on Twitter <laughs> at Survivor Dawson. One word, no caps. Great. Thank you so much, Dawson. There. Thanks, Dawson. Thank you, guys. Awesome. Bye. Such wow. a good energy. Love her. So much energy. And you know what? I love getting the insight that you don't get to see on the show. Yeah, that she went through all the bags and yeah. found the idol. The thing is that we, kind of frustrated me a little bit. Yeah. Like she knew about the idol. Mm-hmm. She knew about Jeff Kent. She had so much to play well, with. Well, and here's the and, question. And, and how, get the as a player in the game, Christina, how yeah. often do players sit on information that they want to use when they think they'll use it in the future? But then they don't get that opportunity, and the, the opportunity is lost. Oh, many times. So many because, times. Yeah, you have so many things that are running through your mind. Yeah. Um, I knew a lot, 
I made several alliances with other people. I made alliance with the guys and I made alliance with the girls. Yeah. And I always went back and forth. And I just didn't say anything because I knew what was going on. Yeah. So, yeah, it happens a lot. In it the happens game. a lot, right? And it, it really depends on the edit that you get, too. Yeah. Yeah. That was so much fun talking to her. Yeah. Thank you, Dawson, for calling in. And, Thank and you. one thing, too, you know, we love doing this podcast. Yeah. All you have to do is go to iTunes. You can download mm-hmm. it. We would love for you to comment and rate on our show. We've been getting good feedback and some good constructive criticism, which is always great to hear. We want to know what we can do to make our show better. We love having guests on. Is there anything in addition to having guests? Rate us. We like tell to a know friend. what kind of guests you guys yeah. would like to have next. Who do you want us to get calling in? Or if we can get them in the studio, who do you want us to bring in? Do you guys Definitely. want Katie? Do you want Katie? We're gonna, we got to get Katie. We're going to get Get Katie. on that, Christina. I'm going to get on that. <laughs> but, you know, also <laughs> tell a friend, refer a friend. We love, you know, getting feedback. We love having people listen to our show. And we love coming in here and doing this. It's we do. an awesome experience. I could talk about Survivor for many hours every day. I, talk I really about Survivor do. I talk about it all the time. Every day. Yeah. <laughs> so really quick, back to that reward challenge, and we'll keep moving on. Yeah. One thing that happened that has never happened is, you know, Jeff Jeff Probst kind of saw, you know, the light at the end of the tunnel that this challenge is probably not going to end. So there was a negotiation going on yeah. between Jonathan Penner and, and Mike Scoopin, mm-hmm. the returnees, you know, kind of taking charge of their tribe. Which was interesting because it looked like they were ma- not only were they making a deal. Yeah. To you me, think there's something I up with those two? There's something going on too. I think they might have whispered about maybe having a secret alliance. Well, they were there maybe for an hour. Murder, you know, yeah, <laughs> maybe something. It's a little risky doing it when in the well, mud right next to you is player when you other players. You were getting that close yeah. together with the ball. Right. Yeah, when you got your hands in between know. someone's legs in their crotch, <laughs> you're getting pretty intimate, right? Pretty intimate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So the the deal that was struck was that the Red Tribe Kalaba would take the reward, take mm-hmm. the sandwiches, go on this reward, and give all their re- remaining rice to... To the, to. I can't always say these tribe names. Today. To, you say... Ka- I always say yellow and red, so I'm going to keep with the colors. Kabul what? Kalabao. Kalabao. I think that's it. Kalabao and then today. Can't say the names. I can say today. <laughs> yeah. So in any case, they, we already know from the be- previous in the episode, they're struggling for food, they're struggling for rice, mm-hmm. and what happens is they make a deal where they're going to get rice from the Red Tribe, and it turns out it's not a lot of rice, and it was kind of a huge blow up, because mm-hmm. Mike Scoopin, he proposed the idea, everyone quote-unquote agreed at the challenge to take it. Except for artists. Except for artists, and then once they get back to camp, boom, fireworks with Abby Marie, artists, artists. a lot of back-talking, a lot of scheming mm-hmm. in terms of, we shouldn't have done this, this was a stupid move, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And it was, you know, that idea of let's let Mike lead and almost let him take the fall for this move. Right. So smart move, Christina, in terms of making first the trade and also turning it against him after they got back to camp. What do you what do you make? Well, of it? you know what? I think it was kind of stupidity on both tribes. Okay. I mean, if you look at um, Calabal, yeah. what? How do you say, <laughs> Just say red and the we're going to go tribe, with red and yellow. Penner's tribe. I'm going to say Penner's tribe. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Although they went in the reward and they were yeah. feeding themselves and getting themselves full when they got back. No one could fish, yeah. you know. Penner well, that comes was out with kind of the guppy. embarrassing thing. Yeah, Penner comes out with a little guppy. He made the deal. I promise you guys, we give up our rice. I will catch you fish. Right. And he found a guppy. the smallest fish ever. Flounder. And he was like, oh, I'm not hungry. And, you know, I, you, know, you guys, uh, you know, I'm an old man. I don't have to, you know, be hungry. Right. So. And then it looks like over at today, yeah. Scoopin's tribe, 
the rice, there was hardly anything yeah. in there, too. One thing that stuck out to me in that situation, when I think back of it, is I so really they- loved Malcolm's positive attitude. Abby Marie was being negative. Then you have artists being really negative, just bringing the tribe down. Mm-hmm. You have RC just kind of blankly staring and not knowing what to do because she knows she's already in the outs. Mm-hmm. And then kind of everyone else being quiet. And, you know, there's Malcolm being like, let's be positive. They don't have rice anymore. We doubled our supply. Right. And this is going to help us out in the long run. And I, I like that about Malcolm, and I just think it goes to show Malcolm is in a great position on that tribe. No one's looking out for him. He's bringing a good energy. Well, this is the first time that he's yeah. actually in a tribe that's not losing. Yeah. You know, or they, yeah. He is like the lighthouse yeah. of a foggy day. Yeah. Yeah. So, in any case, you know, moving on from the reward challenge, let's move on to the immunity challenge. The immunity challenge. What'd you think of it, Christina? It's traditional survivor. Traditional. You know, we've seen it a lot. See it a lot. I still like it. You happen to think it was boring. Yeah, it's you know, explain the challenge. Well, basically, two teams separate. They slingshot mm-hmm. a ball. The ball goes out, and they have a little net. It doesn't matter what ball that they catch, yep. as long as you catch it, the team makes a point. Yeah. And in the beginning, we see Tadang winning. Yeah. No, actually, it was, it was uh, the red team, yeah, Hunter. Calabal. Calabal was on the lead yeah. because Jeff Kent mm-hmm. was catching most of the balls, of course. Mm-hmm. Former <laughs> Giants. Former Giants member. He's going to be good at catching yeah. balls. I've <laughs> got too many balls jokes here. He should have been in that uh, the wicker ball challenge, right? The wicker ball yeah. challenge. But no, I, I didn't necessarily think it was boring. It's just we have seen it a lot on Survivor. It's a yeah. classic Survivor game. I'm not opposed to classic challenges. Well, a lot of the challenges that we've seen throughout the Philippines yeah. have been a lot of repeats. Mm-hmm. They're old traditional like water revamp of challenges yeah Yeah. so Mm -hmm. in any case of this battle and it really was malcolm versus jeff kent in a way in terms of winning that challenge yeah malcolm caught i think three out of five and jeff kent i don't he caught most of them four so it really i was rooting Mm -hmm. for calabao i just want to see Tadang go to tribal council. There is so much dissension. So much There's drama. so many dividing lines and divisions on that tribe. Yes. I want to see them finally vote. Who do you want they to go? They haven't voted one person off the game no, yet. No, but who do you want to go on Tadang? Ugh. I don't know. I think I would like... She's your friend, Abby Marie. <laughs> <laughs> I think Ryan <laughs> Sorry. Agree too. I mean, I want to see that tribe go to tribal council. How many tribal councils? We've seen six tribal councils now. I just did the math in my head that fast. Six tribal councils. It's mm-hmm. episode six. We've seen episode six tribal six. councils. Well, really strong math. So glad you're <laughs> but, but they haven't gone once. They haven't gone to tribal council once. And there's so many ways it could go when mm-hmm. they finally are going to be put in that position. And we haven't seen it yet. I would love to see them. I was rooting for the Red Tribe. Give Denise a break from Tribal Council. I know. You know? She's been such a great sports in the whole entire game. Yeah. She's been participating. Mm-hmm. She's doing awesome yeah. in all of it. And she's strategizing, too. I mean, yeah. she understands the game fully. Yeah. Let's talk about Carter. What is going on with him? Why do we have him narrating what's going on? Because it's <laughs> putting me to sleep. <laughs> so you find Carter boring. Well, he's like, this is what's happening. We got the ball, and then uh, we have the <laughs> he seems like a nice guy. He seems like a really one nice thing. Guy. It's just interesting as you know, watching the show. We haven't seen a lot of him, clearly, mm-hmm. and he does seem a little boring. He seems boring. I wonder what when you, you know you're looking at him. How what what stood out to him to get him on the show? Maybe he has more of a personality. His faux hawk. We, his faux hawk. His look. Faux hawk. Maybe he has more of a personality when he has food in his belly. But he was kind of being not. I wouldn't say a diva or anything tonight. But he was being not even somewhat of a baby in terms of he's really hungry. He was the one who was complaining most about not having food and yeah. kind of just being a downer. And he's playing the perfect pawn game. 
He's playing the game where he is going to do whatever anybody says. You know, he's gone gone up to Jeff Kent. You want to get Penner out this episode? Mm -hmm. I'll vote Penner off. You want to get off Katie? I'll do whatever you want. He's playing that game where he's flying under the radar, which how many people win by flying under the radar? So many. And he's kind of just saying, I'll do whatever you want to do. Right. You know? And it's a safe card. It's It's a a smart card. card. Like, if you know how to... But I don't think he'll... If it came to the yeah. point to the final three, yeah. what would his speech be? Well, so he would have to make a know. move. He would have to make he a move, have before, to make a move that. before that. But I'm just yeah. saying, like, yeah, you can skate your way all the way through, mm-hmm. but I don't think he would understand yeah. the concept of that. Yeah. So we'll see. But so the immunity challenge, you know, going back to it, Malcolm basically won that challenge for mm-hmm. Tadang. Do you think that the tribe is looking at Malcolm as, you know, this guy's a huge advantage to us? He's great. We love everybody loves him. He's amazing. Or do you start seeing this guy's a huge threat no they don't see it they see scooping as a threat scooping is getting on everyone's nerve yeah it's surprising to me but it's yeah surprising as well because he's malcolm's obviously the outsider he came from another tribe he inherited into it yeah but he's playing like i'm likable he hasn't even told anyone about his hidden we're seeing a setup for scooping that he most of the tribe is you know kind of collectively saying he's useless Mm -hmm. he's eating all of our food Mm -hmm. he's a hazard to this tribe he needs to go so mm-hmm. we'll see if that actually happens. Um, the only person on the tribe that seems to be that we're seeing reaching out to him is mm-hmm. RC, kind of going to him after the the deal with the rice and saying, everybody was for it. It's not your fault. She's really on his side. Mm-hmm. And I kind of think that, um, oh my gosh, I'm drawing a blank. Lisa, Lisa Walsh. I'm starting to think that she's probably got a secret deal with him too, I hope. You know, I, I like them. I together. don't know where Lisa falls into the alliance. Yeah. I have no idea. I just hope it's she's more strategic than we're seeing. Yeah, well, am I going ahead in the next clip? It looks like she's making a t shirt oh, yeah. yeah, we can talk about that later when we get yeah, towards the we end. Need to get, we're yeah. getting ahead of ourselves here. <laughs> we're jumping all around, but we're, it's okay. We're, you know, it all fits. It all fits. I don't have ADD. I do. But <laughs> in any case, so, you know, the strategy we get to the Red Tribe losing again. They are five players remaining on that tribe. You have the two girls, Denise and Katie. Mm-hmm. Then you have Jonathan Penner. You have Carter, Carter and you have Jeff, Jeff Kent. Kent. So there's two ways this tribal council is going. It either looks like, hey, they're getting rid of Katie or or they're going to get rid of in blindside Penner. Right, Which, but they were also talking about Denise too in the beginning. That was just a throwaway. Yeah, they were trying away. to, you know, yeah. they were trying to trick Katie. Which, mm-hmm. let's talk about that. Denise's name is never truly being brought up as someone to get voted off, which is kind of crazy. You have Katie, who has been on this tribe with these boys since day one, yet they are ready. Let's keep Denise. You know. Well, Katie is terrible at challenges. Yeah. Um, I think. She hasn't even strategized until like up and towards the end and everything. Mm-hmm. So you, I mean, what, what would you think about Katie? It's, where, where, there's, I she think was in another alliance. Here's the added benefit of Denise that if I were in the game, what I would be thinking is Denise has Malcolm. So if you get Denise really in your four and you get mm-hmm. her really strong, then Denise has the ability and the power to try and bring Malcolm on your side. That's oh, a yeah. number you need. Who knows mm-hmm. who Malcolm has an alliance with on the other tribe? Mm-hmm. You're going to be down four to seven right now. Is that mm-hmm. that's the number, right? Or four to yeah, four to seven. Four to seven. So you're going to be down four to seven if there is a merge or when that merge happens. If they're going to go strictly on numbers and that yellow tribe sticks together, you're you're done. So mm-hmm. the positive aspect I think of keeping Denise is hey, Denise has a tight bond with Malcolm. Maybe mm-hmm. she could bring malcolm over to our side we give him a better deal than being whatever deal he's in over there so that's kind of the added b- benefit and bonus i see to keeping denise oh definitely you know do you agree 
I agree, but I don't think they see that. No. I don't think they see the bigger picture. <laughs> they just see she's stronger. I think that they see like, oh, Denise is great. Let's get rid and of And she's a great woman. Yeah. Well, you know, that sort of thing. So it really came down to, I ultimately believe, Jeff Kent's de- decision, whether it was going to be Katie or Penner. Mm-hmm. So, Christina, do you think he made the right decision on keeping Penner? We, we can talk about it. Katie got voted off. Do yeah. you think it was the right decision to keep Penner over Katie and why? <sighs> yes and no. I think maybe what we don't see is that Jeff might have made a deal with Penner and Penner might have told him that he has an idol. We know that happened. We know yeah. that from a couple episodes ago. Right. <laughs> well, so so he knows so that. He Jeff knows Kent that. knows that there's the idol. He knows Penner has it. Penner shared it with him. Mm-hmm. So, you there's, know, the it's the the concept of do you blindside this returning player who they're worried could possibly mm-hmm. make a move on him later down the and future. And flush out the idol. And flush out the idol. Right. Or do you keep him? And you, you think good or bad move? Make a decision. I'm going to say... Maybe a bad move. Okay, why a bad move? Because if you don't want... Later, if you go into the individual immunity, Mm -hmm. there's a chance of him not even being able to make it all the way So would you say that keeping Katie, she's going to be more loyal than Penner in the long run? Um, I'm grilling you. Sorry. You know what? I'm going to have to say no to that, too. I don't think Katie would be loyal to Jeff Kent, either. Okay. You know what? Okay, here it is. I think maybe it could go either ways. If you have a strong alliance with someone and you're with them the whole entire time, mm-hmm. like from day one, you can't break it. Yeah. So if you're going to say, oh, I'm going to get rid of Penner and then I'm going to keep Katie along the way, you don't know if Katie's going to be loyal to you at all. Okay. So I'm going to have to say maybe it was a good move to get rid of Katie. But then again, later on throughout the game, having Penner, Jeff and yeah. Penner, I don't know about that one. That's going to be like. Here's, Jeff is going to be yeah. the first one who's going to go. My, in my opinion, in a longer run. I think yeah. it was the better move to keep Penner. And I think it is because I think having the idol on mm-hmm. your side with Penner is a better risk to take because mm-hmm. you're going to be down in numbers, four to seven. And mm-hmm. having that idol, you know, whether Penner uses it or he gives it to someone else to use, mm-hmm. is having a lifeline and a, mm-hmm. and a possibility to stay in the game when if you did flush the idol, mm-hmm. then you don't have that lifeline. And I think it's a That's better true. risk to keep Penner even if you might turn, then to have that lifeline when you're down in so many numbers. I, I personally think it was a, a better move if to, to keep Penner. Jeff and Penner. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Work together. Yeah. yeah. So before we get into more, um, Christina, you know, in terms of After Buzz, we got a lot going on here. We have the Survivor auditions that's we have, happening. That's, oh, geez. Oh, oh that's, we're not getting to that yet. What we want to talk about is After Buzz. There are so many shows. We're huge oh. fans of Survivor, right? Yes. And, I'm I'm fans of other shows as well. You know, I love shows like Big Brother, you know, dramas like Revenge. There's so many good shows on TV in the fall right now. And if there's a show you like in that you know you enjoy watching, then odds are here at AfterBuzz TV, we're covering it. We have so many podcasts that reach so many. millions of people, over 11 million people in over million, 70 countries se- across 72 countries. 72 mm-hmm. across the world were you know being downloaded everywhere so it's you know check out other shows check out other podcasts and you know listen to them they're fun and you know get involved get online and like we said rate and comment comment on youtube we videos back too. comment back yeah, yeah all that sort of stuff so you know there's so much going on check it out and you know let's get into you know news you want to get into news and gossip now yeah all right i didn't know you're after tv news all right so you mentioned it earlier you know, Survivor audition. What's things. going on? When do they do? They're due, I think, November Next, 2nd, right? Next week. Yeah. So, 
A lot of fans listen to our podcast, and probably a lot of those fans want to try and get on Survivor. I'm one of them, included. So, and Christina, you apply. I, I will be applying, definitely. Okay. So, Christina, in terms of the application process, I don't know if a lot of people know, but I'm going to remind them. You actually won the fan contest through Sears last, you know, I on your season, did. where you submitted a one minute video, and then you got cast through that contest. Yes. So you're kind of a pro at making a video and then getting on the show. I say bring out the best attributes of, your, okay. of yourself. If you're obnoxious, be extremely obnoxious. Okay. If you're, don't be boring. Please don't. Can't be boring. You cannot be boring. Like I am going to be so sweet to everyone. Boo. At, at that. Don't boring. Do that. No. Um, talk about the strategy that you're going to play the game. Definitely say that you're a fan. Um, Talk about what you would do in order to win the jury's vote. Yep. That's what they like to see. Um, show some athleticism. Um, be funny. Show yeah. some personality. Got to do that. Yeah, don't be just saying that I am. <laughs> so here's so the question. How much, is it, how much of it would you say is an X factor? You know, when someone's looking at your video, they either see it or they don't when they're watching it. How much of it is that? What do you mean by that? Like, in terms of, you know, when you're watching like an audition video or mm-hmm. a video. They watch every video. They do, but how, how many seconds do you get to really hook them to watch it before they turn it the off? The first 30 seconds is important. The first 30 seconds. First 30 yep. seconds. If you don't have anything exciting in the first 30 seconds saying it's like, off. hey, I'm Christina Chan. I want to be the next sole survivor because I am funny. I'm brilliant. I'm sassy. I'm crazy. And I will tell everyone out. You have to be like that. So you if can you, also lie in your you can audition. Lie. <laughs> What do you think people do in Survivor? They lie all the time. Because I don't know if you're all those things I'm you said you liar. were. <laughs> I didn't lie. So, Christina, I'm going to give you, you know, 20 seconds. Let's pretend you were making an audition video right now. So okay. give us, you know, a snippet of what your audition video kind of involves. So here the we go. The one that I did? Or pretend like right now. Oh. Give our fans some help. Well, let's pretend. Christina, give me 20 seconds of you applying for Survivor right now. Go. I'm Christina Cha, and I want to be the next Soul Survivor. Yeah, I played last time, and you know what? I didn't play good enough because I looked like I was a floater. You know what? I'm not going to let that happen again because I'm going to call everyone out because they are wrong. You know what? I'm not going to let anyone tell me what to do unless it's going to come towards my advantage. So that's why I should play Survivor. Time's up. Yeah. I think <laughs> I'd cast you. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's great. You got to do it. That was yeah. great. Good job, Christina. I loved it. I wasn't a floater. I had no choice. I yeah. But that's the thing. I think, you know, what's amazing or that's still fun is, you know, 20, it's, they'll be casting 26 and 27. I still apply. I've been applying since I was 21 years old. And there's always those stories. You got to keep trying. Yeah. You know, you got to always keep trying. Troyzan Troy's applied 11, 11 times. Yeah. 11 times, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So, thanks for the tips, Christina. That's awesome. And, you, you know, check out CBS.com. I think it's slash casting because I'm a loser like that. I know that. CBS.com <laughs> slash casting to look at the rules, the application process, and uh, definitely apply. You know, it's more fun when more people apply, get fans on the show. And this season i think has been fun and there's a lot of fans on the show and i think there's a difference when there's a lot of fans on the show the people that love the game you know compared to people that don't necessarily i think fans make the best players they do because they understand the strategy instead of these people who've been recruited they Mm -hmm. have no idea what it's all about and it's funny when you watch the players who have no idea how to play the game Mm -hmm. 
and then they talk about, oh, it's never happened on Survivor history. You're like, uh, actually, it has happened. <laughs> you know what? I, what the one <laughs> the one season I do have to that comes to my mind when it was fans, the first fans versus favorites. I yes. was like, oh my god, that's the perfect season I would want to be on. Fans versus favorites. I would love to be a fan on that season. Well, and, there might be one soon. Oh uh, yeah, oh, interesting. <laughs> but what I thought was funny is there was a challenge in that fans versus favorites that was a challenge of trivia on all the previous Survivor seasons before. And half the fans didn't know the answers because maybe they weren't real fans, which I didn't like. You know, I don't know how you can memorize every season. That's a lot of seasons it's, you know. When you're a fan, it just absorbs, you know? Really? You're going to be like, well, you yeah. know, that happened on season I can remember 20. these things, but in any case. So, on Christina, seven. let's get to our predictions. We saw a little preview of what now, is going on. After Buzz TV. Yeah. I think Lisa Wenchel... Wetchel <laughs> Blair is going to make an alliance with Malcolm. Okay, now that is, come on, the most boring <laughs> prediction I've ever heard. We saw in the preview for next week that Malcolm takes Lisa aside, says, You're my mom, let's work together. We're and then, work together, yeah. And Lisa says, I don't know if I can trust him, but you know, maybe I go with it. So, no, okay. they are. And I think they're, you know what? Go no, beyond no. that prediction. What else is going to happen? I think when Tadang, they're probably going to lose. Okay. Maybe it's going to be RC or Scoopin. Okay. We I s- feel like they are the last two that are kind of like We saw off. them scrambling. Mm-hmm. Mike Scoopin saying the whole game has shifted. Everything's changed. What do you mm-hmm. make of that? What do you think that is? Is it a swap? Is it a merge? What do you think it is? I think it's going to be a merge. You think it's going to be a merge? Yeah. At 11. I kind of agree. Because, well, they did it with us. Well, here's the thing. Yeah. I think oh, this is a great time for a merge. Why? Because even though there's seven mm-hmm. on Tadang. Mm-hmm. They're not together. They're divided. They have so much conflict on that tribe. So put them in a merge mm-hmm. situation with people, four people. It's going to be a good kind of merge right now mm-hmm. because I don't think the yellow tribe would stick together and emerge. So that's my prediction as well. I think so, yeah. too. So it's been fun, you know, doing our podcast as always. Thank Christina, you. where can people find you? They can find me on Twitter at Christina underscore Cha. Yeah, great. Where and on Facebook? On Facebook? On the Book of Faces. Yes, I am there. <laughs> I can be found at on Twitter, Justin F. Walter. Also, you know, check out my Facebook page. And, I follow uh, you. If I follow you, too. And he's also I my, tweet at you, too. Yeah. You can also check out realityrush.com. So that is our Survivor Season 25, Episode 6 wrap-up. Thanks for joining in. And uh, definitely check us out next week. We're going to keep bringing all these Survivor episodes. Thank you, guys. Yeah. yeah. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. Buzz,